You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Today on the ZABEcast, the Suns roast the Bucks in Game 1. Just a good start, or are they a runaway train, Giannis or no Giannis? Aaron and Tommy battle on the links, the good, the bad, and the why of the match. Notorious J-A-Y is with me, and we'll talk about Maria Taylor versus Rachel Nichols, the Catzilla versus Queen Mothra of TV sports fights. Your 45-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, July 8, 2021. Thank you for downloading. And boy, is the week going by fast. Before I call Jay and get in right into the meat of today's podcast, an update from the saga that is the Mobile Strike Studio and the dirty, rotten paint job that Dulles Motor Cars still wants to pretend isn't their problem. So... I actually got through to general manager, general sales manager, David Black, on Wednesday. The conversation started out terse and went from zero to very snippy in about, oh, I don't know, 10 seconds flat. Was not a great conversation. And what Mr. Black's assertion is... Mr. Zabin, this was 22 months ago you purchased the vehicle from us. And I said, what does that matter? Are paint jobs only supposed to last 22 months, 16,000 miles by odometer? Really? He then says, but this is not a factory paint job. And I said, yeah, but you sold it to me. At that point, we were getting pretty snippy. And I simply said, well, who did the work? Because remember, the dealership, under the direction of Ray Hartley, asshat salesman of the year, sent this van off to be painted somewhere. And when pressed upon, hey, where'd you send this? Because this paint job's falling apart when this began three, four months ago. Ray Hartley, when he was still taking my call and the dealership's call, said, I don't remember. It was too long ago. Okay, so now I'm at the point where I just pressed it with uh, Mr. Black. I said, well, 
who did the work? Who did the work? How much did it cost? Where is the receipt for said work? And what is their warranty? Because you may say, well, it's been 22 months. It's so long ago. I mean, this, this is not on us. What paint job did it? Is it ABC painting around the corner? If so, where's the, de- where's the paperwork? What's their warranty? Let's go after them to go, hey, ABC painting, you did a shit job. You need to make this right. Well, the snippy phone call ended with Mr. Black saying to me very authoritatively, I will call you back within an hour and I will have your final answer. Ooh, your final answer. I thought for sure I'd get a call back in 45 minutes saying, too bad, so sad, can't help you, goodbye. At which point I would have to go on my merry way as to pressing up my case. I did not hear. From Mr. Black, 45 minutes, an hour later, two hours, four, haven't heard from him. It's business is closed, I think, by now. I don't expect to hear from him the rest of the day, which tells me he might have realized, oh, oh, snap. We're on bad ground here because clearly this customer has documentation that he purchased $5,690 worth of, quote, optional accessories as listed right there in one of the documents in the exchanges with the dealership. And yet the final bill of sale, the deal itself, the contract itself, which has to get sent to the bank, because remember, banks are the ones who really set the price of automobiles. They're the ones that say, yes, we'll, we'll let you, the dealership, loan this much, we'll, we'll loan this much money to the customer A for car B based on the car itself, the age, the specs, and, and optional accessories. So I would say the dealership is in a very tough position if they can't prove by way, by way of receipts that I, the customer, actually received worth of accessories because they sure as hell have that documented. And they're supporting emails and correspondence that said, hey, I want you to put on rims, tires, running boards, paint. Well, where's the receipt? I'll keep you updated, as they say, as developments warrant. But the first phone call today with Mr. Black and who knows who above him I'm going to have to then Go talk to, we shall see. But there's the update. I will keep you posted as things continue. Oh, wait, wrong theme, wrong theme, wrong theme, wrong theme! Here we go. Hello. Hello, la, la, la. As Seinfeld once said, one of the great episodes, yeah. la, 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 hello. The belly button. The belly right. button. The, the belly button. It's like uh, his girlfriend broke up with him because she didn't he want would. him doing the voice. And he couldn't <laughs> stop doing it. He, 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 he went on the boardwalk and they were playing hello in the background. And he was like, nope, got to stick with the joke. That's funny. Hello, la, la, la. <laughs> By the way, I whenever I happen to hook up, call my uh, agent, Matt Miller, the agent to the stars, that's exactly how we start each call. Hello, la, la, la. <laughs> because, you know, the, the we have to begin the phone calls with a little bit of, a, of pleasantness. With, with some levity. Be, right, because it usually devolves into something you know not as pleasant, you know? Yeah. Some radio bullshit. All right, Jay, good afternoon. How are you? We are at the point, you and I, my friend, where I don't even have a list of topics. I got a couple things in my head. I got a gleam in my eye, and I have no doubt whatsoever we're going to have a good 30-minute run here. What are we going to talk about? Sports? <laughs> yeah. Not a sports fan, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sports are endlessly fascinating on many levels. I want to talk about the NBA Finals, Game 1, Suns, and uh, Bucks. I want to talk about Maria Taylor versus. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Maria Maria Taylor versus. Why am I blanking Ra- on her name? Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols. God, I'm or I'm, Alexander, as we knew her when. Rachel Alexander. 
Yeah, that's, that's what that was. Right. Do you not remember her being on the sports reporters a couple times? No. <laughs> Your memory on past radio stuff is it's bad. It's hysterical and fascinating at the same time. It's <laughs> bad. Like a, you remember that time we had Michael Jordan? Eh, don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many shows, Jay. I know, I know. But maybe yeah, your memory's superior. Maybe, maybe my um, look. I just froze on Rachel Nichols. I think what I've got going now with names, I think I have the yips with names. Okay, all right, okay. Because look. it's like. I think, okay, I should have instant recall of every name of every person, both people I come in contact with personally and, you know, actual public figures. I should have their names at a instant grasp all the time. And that may be unrealistic at age 53 after all these names that I've come across, right? But as soon as I try to call a name up and it, and it, and I draw a blank, I panic, and the panic cycle in my head, especially if a microphone is cracked and I'm trying to not have a hiccup and be smooth about it, then it gets worse. And then I really freeze. It's really weird. Really weird. So, yeah, Rachel Nichols was on The Sports Reporters as Rachel Alexander as yeah. a staff writer for The Washington Post with me and Andy Polin way yes. back in the day. What years approximately? <laughs> Not, no, no, she. I, I distinctly remember her being there for Rockville Pike Uno. So that would be from 90, 98 to wow. 2001. Well, that's super early sports reporters for sure because really I was only on that show with Andy uh, for a year before we moved out of the building. Okay, so it's okay, so but it was there. It, it was, it was at be, that building. Yeah, okay. it was at that building. Yes. Okay. Um, give me the quick net net of this because I think everybody is a little bit wrong. Maria's a little bit wrong. Certainly, um, Rachel is a little bit wrong, and ESPN is a little bit wrong in how they've handled this. Is there a solution? Uh, well, Rachel's got to go now. That's I hate to say it, but that's what's going. Now let me start. What she said, I, I hated the New York Times uh, headline: "Racist rant." It wasn't racist. Here's a racist rant. I think if someone says, "I think all black people should be put in a hole," and then you <laughs> duck, and then you, and then you, Jesus say, and then you did, and then you, no, 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 and then you like cover it up. That's a racist rant. I, what I would, she said was. Right. Just was was just petty and dumb, right? Well, I think racist would be nobody wants to see a black woman on TV. Nobody respects them. They think they're right, all hoes, right, and she's right, trying right. to sleep with the players. That's racist, right? Right. Plus, you know, all of her street slang. I don't like it. I don't think it's proper broadcasting. That's racist shit right there. I I, I hate and and I hate people like I don't hate this person, but. One thing that always, anytime Jamel Hill tweets something, oh boy, and she says something's racist, I go, "It's not racist, Jamel. Yeah, you're a college-educated woman. Do you not know the difference between bigoted and racist and stupid? There's a difference. Yeah, you know, I don't remember why ESPN felt it was necessary to replace Nichols in that role as the host of the NBA Finals. Well, okay. Can we also point out something else? And none of these ladies are on TV because of their great journalistic instincts. <laughs> if any, and now if I say that, I'm being a, I'm being no, anti woman. But no, Maria you, Taylor yeah. is a fucking dime. She and, is a dime. And, and by the way, the good thing to come out of all of this, more Malika Andrews. Yeah, wow. let's give those minutes to Malika Andrews. <laughs> I agree with, that and there's I get a huzzah, huzzah on that one. <laughs> and, and again, none of these women are on. Not none of them. Let me take that. Well, back. hold on a, a second. Majority of these women are not on the air because, because they're journalists, great, right? Hard hitting journalists. But but in the case of Rachel Nichols or Rachel Alexander, that's actually her background, and she does not have a kapow kapow body. She is. Middle-aged, cute at best. Yes. At best, okay. Well, 
Let, so, well, let me let me give you a whole. Well, but it, well, but, 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 but hold on. Go let ahead. me let me just say this. It okay. actually, but it doesn't make her any better of a choice. I would say, if you're starting from scratch, the obvious choice for that role is Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor. A, she's six, an ex-athlete, a six-foot statuesque <laughs> yes. woman. Right. Boom. <laughs> right. Thank you. Exactly. So if you're starting from scratch, the problem was that you know Nichols had held down the gig for a while, was doing okay. Obviously, last summer, it was a summer of great unrest and turmoil and racial division. And so they decided at that time to shake it up and maybe make a promotion they were thinking of making anyway, but the timing was just too perfect. And so that spawned this. Now there's a second layer, which is, you know, it was dirty deeds to take that video, which was ill-gotten fruit, and then pass it around at ESPN and create this big turmoil. From what they were explaining, it was okay. First of all, well, you don't use that. I remember the, the the TV station where I used to work at. They had like the only people who could control like that stuff being recorded were the producers or people in the trucks. Right. So that was so somebody recorded that for the intense purpose of effing Rachel Nichols. Because yes. that stuff, like 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 B roll stuff, or people who are getting their hair ready, seven times out of ten, people don't record that shit. Right, exactly. You, you see that you see that all the time. So, but then they said the person who did this was a friend of Maria's, yeah. and she heard this and was like, "Well, I'm going to use this receipt for something later." So I get that part because they they did it in our business. All, do you remember? When the big change happened, not the big change, well, when everybody left to go to JFK, like Todd and all those people. Do you remember that? Yes. Remember how there was a guy, a part-time guy, his name was George Croom. You don't remember him? He was a, but but Todd, in his infinite wisdom of picking talent, he was a no talent, by the way. <laughs> Todd, Todd picks this guy to go to JFK with him. And before Actually, he whoa, goes, whoa, whoa. They didn't go to JFK. They start went to Triple X Radio. Triple X. I'm yes. sorry. Was That's fine. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. So Todd takes this guy with him, and Todd tells him, "I need to get some intel." So like during shows, he would do the most dastardly thing in radio. He would pot down the pot down the mics and put it in queue and listen to what people were saying in the studios, like you and Andy and Coach. And he would run back and tell Todd. By the way, that wasn't the first nor the last time. Chuck Sapienza famously did this to Mm. people also. Mm. So this is not something that we have not heard of before. Yeah, no, it's it's true. But as you say, always act like there's a hot mic on in radio or TV or anything. Don't say say nothing. Or, Or just be such a curmudgeon on air that nothing you say off the air would actually shock anybody. You know? They'll go, yeah, that's just him being him. Right? They're like, yeah. sounds very on brand for that asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't like Rachel Nichols. I don't think she's good on the air. She does nothing for and I get. I don't get it. I think she's definitely got rich privilege. I wouldn't call it white privilege. She's got rich pedigree privilege. She married well. Married well, comes from good circles. So I get that. I will definitely assign that privilege to her. That said, I would admit she's done a good job of making a bit of a snowball out of a wasted hour in the middle of the afternoon with the show The Jump. The Jump is fairly successful. Uh, The ESPN suits like it. She's been the one that's been on that show, so I got to give her credit for that. But she does nothing for me. So I'm I'm of quite mixed feelings about all of this. And what is ultimately confusing the hell out of me jay is why'd they let kari champion go what in the living hell like you want to improve your minority hiring that smoke show that 99 miles per hour of fastball with movement on the outside black pardon the pun kari champion why'd she leave keep her because that i wanted to say this last week they can make more. No, they did. No, they, they can't make, make. No, no, no. They yes, can't they make more. Kari champions. Her name is. Yes, they did. Her name is Maria Taylor. Her name is Malika no. Andrews. No, no, no. 
Uh, no, M- Maria Taylor is uh, Maddox, but uh, Kari Champion is Smoltz. Some people would say uh, Maddox is better than Smoltz. I, some people might argue that. You're arguing yeah. that Maria Taylor is indeed better. I'm telling you Smoltz has the better junk. He has the better stuff. Agreed, Again. Smoltz had better stuff than Maddox. Maddox was still a great pitcher because he could paint perfectly and you couldn't hit him. But Smoltz had the better stuff. Kari Champion had the better stuff. How about Josina Anderson? Josina Anderson. She she wasn't one of those two, though. No. No, I not, agree. Not, not even in the light. Not even I in agree. the slightest. No. I agree. And but, again, we are not talking about these women, these women's journalistic instincts no, at all. No, they're they're yeah. presenters, they're TV personalities, and they have to have a certain skill set to be good at that. Uh obviously but, starting with, in my opinion, they have to look sharp. It's television, you know? Hello. How about if I give you this one? How about this one? Leslie Visser. Hannah Storm. I mean, it's not even close. Hannah Storm, like I tried to run Andy through this earlier in the week. I said, Hannah Storm versus uh, Rachel Nichols. He's like, I don't want to say, because Andy likes Rachel Nichols, you know? Oh, okay. Well, she's part of the tribe. She's part of the tribe. I get it. But to me, from a pure analytical standpoint, Hannah Storm is a great talent. Hannah Storm eats up the camera lens when she's on TV. She is dynamic. She's a bullion. She can be serious. She's got it all to me. She's really good. And she knows her sports. I think she's one of the best female talents out there. And but, I've seen her in settings, and she's professional. Unlike, here's, here's my one Rachel Nichols. So she's out at the castle, which is where the Ravens practice. Ooh. And, she, and she's doing a story for ESPN – I think it was Ed Reed. It doesn't matter because before practice was over, uh, everybody was gathering around to do their stuff. And I see her and I'm standing next to a very prominent voice in Baltimore. Just, just, I'm not going to say his name. (laughs) And Rachel is giving hugs to players and it's so good to see you again. And, he just nudged me and goes, that fucking shit does not work here. <laughs> and I was, and so, and cause she was, she was known for undercutting other people by saying, well, I'll do an interview for you. I'm not going to ask you anything hard hitting. Right. And, pe- and people hear that and they go, well, dig, dig, dig. Right. Like, Where's you're the line? Where does the line start? I'm in. Right. Yeah. You're my girl. Right. Yeah. It, you know what? I, I'll say this. It's a cutthroat business. It oh. is cutthroat. And it, the days of ESPN hiring every decent female broadcaster under the sun, remember that period, circa 2014 to 2017? They were just loading them up one after another. Those days are over. There, There is a woman who works for ESPN who once said, and I'm not going to say her name, but it is, it is having the players think that you'll sleep with them is almost as good as, what did she say? Oh, my God, what was the quote? Having it's, the players think that you will sleep with them is almost as good as I'm trying and, and sleeping with them or something like that. It's almost <laughs> as good as actually she, doing it. But she but, was, <laughs> but she was saying that you know flirting with them is you know the best thing because they think you'll sleep with them and see and that's why I always go women in this well women have it almost as bad because if you do a good job it's you're fucking somebody. But then the ones who fuck somebody, right? They make it terrible for the rest of them. For the exactly. rest of these. So, so yeah, it's just it's it's a it's a sad slope they're in. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I mean, Lisa Kearney, who I thought was awesome on ESPN, she's like doing shit for FanDuel, which is at least a gig, but it's really far in the fringes of broadcasting. Hell, Amber Theo Harris, who I think is incredible. Who's by the way, it's funniest. Now, now I do remember her being on the sports nice. reporters. Yeah, right. She's got it all. She's she's out there looking for work right now, which yeah. I don't get. Rough I, biz. I mean, uh, well, here's the thing: Maria Maria Taylor's contract is up, possibly before the end of the finals, <laughs> before oh, the end of Game Seven. She's going to get six million dollars. Probably gonna, and you're probably right in that. Um, you know, uh, Rachel Nichols is untenable at this point at the network. 
because of what's been happening. And, and honestly, as soon as Maria Taylor really got caught up in her feels about that leaked video, that's when ESPN should have pulled her and Nichols aside, upper management in a room and said, okay, listen, we're not doing this. We're going to air this shit out right now. You're going to say what you need to say. You say the same, blah, blah, blah. We'll get it on record. And then we're going to go on doing what we do at ESPN. And you and you are both going to have fabulous careers because we love both of you. And you can hate each other on the side, on the weekends. We don't give a fuck. But none of this, I'm not working with her. That's what ESPN should have done because ESPN will likely lose one of their talent, probably Nichols, and they've been tarnished in the whole episode because of how it's played out. That's just my final thought. What about Jalen Rose's daughter? Uh, I played the audio yesterday. I mean, it's oh, okay. a sav- it's a savage takedown. In theory, Rose can't control his own kid's social media, but in the past, ESPN has severely frowned on any internal feuding between talent because it's bad for business. I mean, I can't believe Jalen's daughter didn't tell him what she did. I'm like, I was like, no, honey, you can't put this out. This is where I work. <laughs> right? No, no, this, this is going to give daddy meetings. All right. right. It may get yeah. you likes and retweets. Daddy's going to get meetings. And who knows when daddy's contract comes up, they might use it against me. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. it's millennials. They just really don't know anyway. No, they really, they really don't know indeed. Okay. Let's talk about the game last night. The sun's come out. And they pretty much take it to the Bucks. Bucks did start out well. Giannis played, shockingly enough. Uh, this was one of the 20% of times in which Dr. David J. Chow was wrong about an injury within 24 hours or less of when it came out. He said, after looking at the Giannis injury, I think that his season is done, but there's a hope that there is no ACL damage. He was right about the no ACL. He was wrong about his season being over, in part because Giannis is a freak in every way, including recovering from injuries. Well, one of the guys on our station, John Kuhn, former Packer, wouldn't let me hear the end of it because he mocked Dr. Chow, calling him Dr. Chow Chow. And I said, bro, I told you he's only 80% right on these injuries because he's doing it within minutes sometimes of when the injury occurs. I said he's going to be wrong, but there's a public demand, a public appetite for the quickest sort of guesstimate analysis. Your thoughts on David Chow? I mean, he's playing a doctor on Twitter. Well, he, I'm sorry, he is a doctor. He's a but... doctor, but he's playing a guy who's trying to analyze an injury from the right. very first video review reaction and the history of such injuries. Right, and yeah. he, has, he has nothing to see. But he's just going, here's what I think. I mean. So you understand it. Um, Kuhn was just like, this is stupid. This is why it's dangerous to come out, you know, right away. And I said, it's not dangerous because he's not the doctor treating him. He's just giving you the best informed opinion the quickest. I said, the reason he is wrong 20% of the time is because he has to be first. He has to be out there right away. Every sports fan wants to know, how bad is it, Doc? How bad is it? When our favorite player goes down or gets hurt, how bad is it? And he provides that, but he's not a soothsayer. He's not God. He can't be right all the time. I have no problem with him, even though, as you and I know, Shady passed when he was the team doctor for the Chargers. I was going to say, didn't he give stuff He to quite people? possibly, and I'd have to go look it up, he had quite possibly gave Junior Seau yeah. prescriptions for pain medication, antidepressants, which may have, may have contributed to Junior's uh, eventual downward spiral and suicide. Maybe, maybe not. Well, um, so, last, last so anyway, night's game. About the game um, last night. A lot of people killing Bud for not oh, changing his strategy on the think, pick and roll. <laughs> you think that was going to say that. You think? Actually, they did it, oh, the first nine times and just left Lo- Brooke Lopez out there, you know, yeah. like, a, like a girl with her uh, skirt up. <laughs> You would think, and this is why I I was listening to somebody on radio and they had the, um, the vice president or the president of the Bucks on. And they asked him the question, well, is coach Bud your coach? And of course you can't say, well, we're just going to wait till the the finals are done. But he was like, Oh God, no, we are team. We're pro coach Bud and blah, blah. Like you can't say that either. Cause 
he may do something stupid like he did last night. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. On the one hand, not making an adjustment was like seemingly malpractice. On the yes, other hand, on the other hand, he's the two-time NBA coach of the year. He knows something about coaching. And I don't know how many great options there are when both Booker and De- and Chris Paul are killing you on mid-ranges. They're just which they were. Like you there's a there's a three ways to basically defend that pick and roll. One is switch and that got killed. The other is so they're so go called over top they're, and not well, let them right, yeah, go, right. Go, the, go the other one is to is to is to scrape through it and go over the top of it and try to trail once you're past the screen. The other one is the drop defense which is also not that great. I don't know how many great options. Killed. I it's know. only it's only two. <laughs> but I mean you can't play Brooke Lopez. I know. I know. So he's uh he's going to be on the hot seat for this. He's got to make adjustments. I just worry, and this is what I told the boys on the morning show yesterday. I said, I'm a little bit shook. And they're like, oh, why are you you're panicking? It's only game one. Didn't you lecture us? It's a best of seven. I go, I didn't say I'm despondent. I didn't say it's over. I just said I was a bit shook. And I said, the reason is Phoenix has the feel to me, just the feel, Jay, of a possible runaway train. Is that a legit feeling? Because they I, looked goddamn unbeatable in game one. Well, I, I thought at the, at the beginning of the series it would go six. Now I, now I think it, I was, I've been wrong before. Phoenix and six you had? I had Phoenix and six, but now it feels like a gentleman's sweep. Because <laughs> Giannis being like 80%. And by the way, do the fans of Phoenix now know that when you count, it's kind of helping him out? <laughs> because I don't know. They tried. They tried that, and they tried that in Atlanta, I know. and it didn't. It, it seemed to help him, but him being eighty percent and Brooke look. Oh, also, if you have no, if if Drew Holiday, if he doesn't show up for like right. two games, that shit's over too, because right. they need all hands on deck. By the way, to win. when I see Drew Holiday, I think of you. Do you see any resemblance? Between yourself and Drew Holiday. We are both black men. That's there it? There you go. That's, That's it? I see. Yeah. Do you remember when you had a hairstyle just like him? I do, but. Okay. That's, yeah. That's it? But Facial features? No? I don't. Do I need to I drag up a mugshot of you and put it next to Drew Holiday to try to prove my point so I'm not <laughs> deemed as racist? Like, you think all black guys look alike. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he needs to show the hell up. Ah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, this is like the set. I mean, he did show up in game seven against Brooklyn. Yes. But he put some stinkers up, too. Yeah. I uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I worry that Phoenix has just about everything. And they've got, man, they got guys like Cameron Payne. I haven't watched him a whole lot. Kid, okay. That one, Zabe, is Cameron Payne. His claim to fame before this year. And I don't know if you remember this. His big thing was. He used to dance with Russell Westbrook before Oklahoma City games. And they had these stupid little – that's that, the last time – That was his claim to fame. Okay. That Yeah. And then he went to the G League and but, got his – and now all of a sudden he's a serviceable NB player. And, and, and He and filled a, in and great. He filled in great for Chris Paul when he was in COVID jail. And right, he, he, had a move, I, yeah. he had a move last night. I'm like, that motherfucker's fast. Like – he looks like a fucking greyhound out there. He blew by Connaughton, granted, white guy. But he just went pew, and was gone for this sweet layup. They got size and Aiton. They got three-point shooting. I mean, this is a formidable team. I'm not saying that they're the new Warriors. No, no, no. They were two. But they were no. They're, Booker is, and Aiton, pretty good, too, to start with. Hmm? Yes, but they're not going to be a five-year juggernaut this is this is their one and done really championship yeah yeah not yeah. Chris built Paul's, no okay. Chris, Paul's Chris Paul's 36 leaving. I know he's he's and, up and, for and a new contract leaving yeah I mean and, and Phoenix enjoy your championship if you get it okay um so there's by the way, yeah. way F Pat Connaughton by the way Why? And I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek you know Pat Connaughton was an Oriole uh draftee oh he was and they, and they gave him like I think 150 and he was like, I might play. I might not. 
and he never he never played a, an inning for the Orioles. But I'm I'm saying that in jest. I know. I like that. Tongue in cheek. Yeah. <laughs> F. Pat Connaughton. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Okay. Um, Did you watch any of the match last night? I watched a hole just to see the course. The course is breathtaking, by the way. Oh, That's let's all. Course. Everyone wants to go to Montana. It was so funny looking at Twitter. It was like we all we had all forgotten about the splendor of the Mountain West. Wow, Montana looks beautiful. <laughs> of course, nobody, and nobody's there. Right, <laughs> right. There's lots of room to spread out. I understand. Of course, here's the other truth about that part of the country. There's parts of Montana and Idaho and Wyoming that are not as spectacular, that are flat and kind of dismal and windy. But the mountainous parts, like where that course was, ooh, spectacular. I turned in just to see if there was going to be any shit talking, and there wasn't. But Not to you your know, liking? Not to my liking, no. Did you see Barkley say that all the wildlife he had seen at the course, including two cougars, and he said their names <laughs> were... I think, yeah. Were, I have, were I Sarah and Janice or something like that. I, I saw that on the interweb, and I giggled and said, that's funny. That is funny. I thought there was a decent amount of shit talking. I thought that uh, that Mickelson was the star because he's the most loquacious. He was getting Bryson to explain, you know, all right, how would you approach this shot, et cetera, et cetera. I, I thought, hit it hard. Yeah, right. I hit it hard. I thought also that uh, they should just get the charities and whoever's going to pay for these charities. At the, at the beginning of the broadcast, get them to write one giant check, list all the boys and girls clubs who are going to get the money, and then, Jay, we're done. I don't need every bunker shot to be presented by this sponsor who's going to donate to this charity. It was a bit much. How, but how else are they going to get their, their One case? big check. They get their yeah. one big, like, hey, you're donating to charity. This is not a major ad campaign. Nobody's going to fucking remember your product or service just because you sponsored this bunker shot is brought to you by donate to donate and we'll make sure to mention you at the start of the broadcast also for god's sakes move it along we're here for a good time not a long time a five-hour round like that no not good that's yeah if i played a five-hour round i punch everybody in my uh my group because it should have taken five hours <laughs> 
Exactly. Now, what do you make of Aaron Charles Rodgers and his non-committal answer about whether he's going to show up to camp or whether he's going to even play football this year? I'm going to play the audio for you right now. Packers, Bears, any idea who's going to be there? Anybody who's going to be quarterbacking in the number 12 jersey? Yeah, I don't know, B.A., let's see. How about, see, won't we? how about September 12th then? How, will you go for that one? What's that one? <laughs> that would be the, the opener against the Saints. All cheesers resort rejoice. Yeah, I don't know, B.A., we'll see. Okay. I know you're a Milwaukee guy. I know. Aaron, everybody is on their toes. They want to know, man. They want to know. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just having a good time out here with Tom. I'm trying to talk to him about it. He's going to keep playing or not, you know? Hey, hey, Aaron, we go way back. You can just tell me. I'll keep it a secret. <laughs> hey, I promise I will not put it anywhere. Charles, I'll tell you this week in Tahoe. Right? Oh. And you can, you can. Uh... Ooh. What do you think? I heard him talk. Well, he, he gave himself an out when he said, when he started putting his mental health. And I was like, oh, Aaron, good one. Because if you come back, no one can really say that you went against your word saying you would never play again. So you have an out now. That's what I thought Yeah. when I heard him say that. He's coming back. He's coming back. I, I said, yeah. said Rodgers is like a cat that's gotten stuck in a tree. And they need the fire department now to get the cat out right. of the tree. He, and he found his way out. <laughs> he needs something to be able to cl- declare victory and then, you know, Come down from the tree. It's like, bro, you're not fooling anybody. You are not walking away from football, especially not when you're this visible. If you're like Ricky Williams, who just disappeared off the map and got tight with his ganja and went backpacking and camping and everything else, that's a different story. He's going to play football. So I thought that Brady was cooler than Rodgers in this thing last night. I think Brady is a little bit more alpha than Rodgers. I think it's not becoming of Rodgers to play this coy little game about, oh, am I coming back or not? I thought it was cool to see them throw a football together on the you know side of the cart path. Somebody brought a football out because they had a camera you know right next to one of the guys. I'm not sure if you saw it. And I'm telling you, Jay, to see it at what I would call mortal level, in golf clothes, just on a cart path, not on a football field, it looked like the ball was on a wire, like it was a sci-fi effect, and it didn't look like they were even throwing it hard. It made me appreciate how fucking hard and perfect both these dudes can throw a football. Yeah, they're pretty good. (laughs) They're pretty good. And Brady is a bigger dude than I think we all realize. He's a legitimate 6'4", 6'5". Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'd like to see more of these. I mean, hell, it's summer, right? It's either this or holy moly with Joe Tessitore, right? Oh, again, <laughs> I you need to find out who uh, Joe – what's the oh, what's the other um, – oh, God, I made a joke that – what's his – oh, Rob Riggle. Whoever Rob Riggle's agent is, is the greatest agent in the history of Hollywood because that guy gets so many gigs and you're like, how does he do this? He doesn't have any talent. <laughs> All right, rapid fire here. A couple quick stories. Scar Joe pregnant again, this time with Colin Yost's child. I like Colin Yost. So I'm so mazel mazel to oh, them too. Okay. And by the way, Black Widow comes out this weekend. Are you gonna see it? Scar Joe will is not the, see it. No, you're not out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I stuff. have maybe seen two Marvel movies. Okay. Uh, Liam Neeson at 69 is still taking on lead action roles. Is it about time for somebody to say, dude, you're too old? We're going to take seven. Is that where you need to, you need to have your kids taken away with you. If they get, if they keep getting taken from you all the time, <laughs> Matt Barnes says he's made peace with Derek Fisher after their infamous fight. About damn time. It's only been like 10, 10 15 years. Yeah. Woman struck and killed by small plane while mowing grass at airfield. And there are photographs of the incident. What move. the hell? <laughs> yeah, you need to move, lady. By the way, <laughs> I said in the last week, I said we have had the following three stories come across my desk alone. Man, chef in Iraq falls into vat of soup and dies preparing for a wedding. Okay. Still don't get that one. Uh, NHL goaltender dies of firework explosion in a hot tub. Whoops. And now this woman dies mowing grass 
at an airstrip. I said, is this Final Destination Tournament of Champions or something? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> How do you not go, oh, they're playing kind of low. Let me get out of the way. Right, like, hey, you know, while I'm mowing this strip of grass near the runway, I better keep uh, my eyes out for this. There's right. planes that could be landing here. Right. Call me crazy. Okay. Did you see the story about an Austrian man bitten by a python that slid through his drains and surprised him while he was on the toilet? Jesus. <laughs> I know. It's like why I would never move to Florida or Australia. Yeah. Do, uh, do you know women? Do you know the Everglades are like overrun with Burmese pythons? No, didn't know that. Overrun. Yes. Yes. Huh. Overrun. So you got gators and Burmese pythons. Why the hell do you want to go to Florida? Headline, men suffer friendship recession with 15% of men not having even one close friend. That's crazy. How many close friends do you have? Uh, Dudes? Uh, Yeah. I would say 10. Really? 10 dudes you could call while in jail yep. to spring yep. you at 4 in the morning. Yep. Wow, that's good. Who that's would solid. pick up, yeah. Who would am, pick up, am, yes. Am, 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 am I one of those 10? I think, well, you never answer your phone. Maybe that's not true. You, But you do, your your message does say, I I'll will get return back your to call. You and by the end of the day. seven times out of 10, you do. Yeah. Uh, there's a new movie, Pro Football Underdog. With uh, Kurt Warner. It's a theatrical adaptation of Warner's story. Actually, the American Underdog is the name of it. And it's not a documentary. It actually has actors and a script and guys who look kind of like Kurt Warner. Will it be good or will it suck? Oh, God. This is hit or miss because most biographical movies about athletes, they suck. This one, oh, that's a hit or miss. Okay. It depends on who they get to play Brenda, if she's a smoke show. <laughs> uh, Naomi Osaka will be the focus of a three-part docuseries produced by LeBron James and Maverick Carter called Naomi Osaka Playing by Her Own Rules. Oh, God. I think I've said here before, <laughs> if you can't speak to the press, you might need to find a new line of work. I, you know what, though? I think now that this is coming out, it makes sense. It's part of her brand. Part of her brand would be to skip a couple majors claiming I need my mental health, and then you make a docu-series about, hey, man, I'm playing by my own rules. See? I don't play by the rules of society. I'm a, I'm an outlaw. Yeah. Well, well, that's that, that's the new out. Like, that. why is Kyrie such a dill hole? And what does he do? Well, my mental health. I had to take five weeks off during yeah. the NBA season. Yeah. Uh, to get last, my mental health. Uh, Trevor Bauer's bobblehead night has been canceled for August 19th. <laughs> Does it feel like this snowball is rolling downhill quickly on him in uh, L.A.? Oh, I, can I, by the way, give the line of the year to you? Yeah. He played the back nine. <laughs> and I said he played the back nine and took a lot of divots without was, permission from the pro shop. I literally was walking the dog, <laughs> and I heard that You're like, and <laughs> laughed out loud. And the neighbor looked at me. And I was like, hey, I, that was the back. Oh, that, you're going to have to copyright that because that one was stupendous. Well, you know, you're allowed to play the back nine first to go off on number 10, but you got to ask the pro shop permission I was, first. I was going to say, if you get the go-ahead from the pro shop, it's all good. Right, but he was taking divots, wrecking the cart, throwing clubs. Getting <laughs> to the other courses. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right, let's close with FTG and call it a good broadcast because it has been. Here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got this week? God, this is like a broken record with me giving this guy the FTG again. But I have to because he deserves it. Jason Whitlock. Again, Again, the 11-time winner of Jay's FTG. What now? He's the Ric Flair of FTG. He's like 17. Woo! Because when people weren't making it totally about race, he just went and goes, 
well, Maria Taylor is just playing the victim card and blah, blah. I'm like, that's, stop it, Jason. Just, just, you are now, you're not even pretending anymore. You're just being a douchebag just to be a douchebag. And I know you like him, but his act is just wearing so thin now. All right. Fair enough. So for Jason Whitlock, once again, take home your 17th piece of hardware. Fuck, Fuck. that guy. Fuck that guy. God. This one goes out to your boy Le'Veon Bell, former Pittsburgh Steeler, by way of baby mama number six. Oh, I'm not. I'm not giving him an FTG. She gave him an FTG. She went on a rant on social media, calling the running back a coward and the worst fucking human on the planet, accusing him of barely taking care of his kids, saying, you blocked me, so I guess we can talk on here. You're the worst effing human being on the planet. You can't even call yourself a man when you barely take care of the kids you do claim, and you pick and choose which ones to claim. This according to a woman by the name of Golden Blondie. And boy, does oh. she have an ass that is the size of a small vehicle. Well, you've now got an 18-year uh, contract with her. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, she said basically, uh, I, by the way, I didn't choose to be baby mama number six because I never knew that I would have to run. Otherwise, I would have run for the hills. Le'Veon Bell, come on, man, tighten up. F that guy. Oh, God. All right. Notorious, my man, good to talk to you. Thank you for your time as always. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with mybookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.